Welcome to the December installment of the Pray 60 podcast. This month we'll be using a guide in the form of the acrostic ACTS or ACTS to help guide our time together. The A stands for adoration where we will take a few moments and simply praise God for who He is. In C, a time of confession, we'll acknowledge our sin before the Lord and seek His forgiveness. Then we'll move to a time of thanksgiving where we acknowledge the many blessings God has given us and the prayers that have been answered. Finally, in S, or supplication, we will seek God's will and pray for ourselves and others. So let's get started. King David, a man who often poured out his heart in worship, the adoration of God, wrote in Psalm chapter 29, verses 1 through 4, Ascribe to the Lord, you heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due His name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The glory of God thunders the Lord over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. Would you take a moment now and praise God for His majesty, His greatness, His power? Now take a moment and praise God for His glory. Take a moment now and worship God as your provider, acknowledging that all that you have and are is a gift from Him.
passage we read just a moment ago, the Lord is mentioned by His covenant name, Yahweh, multiple times. His name meant so much to the people of Israel. It was a statement of His power, a statement of His presence, and a statement of His promise. Would you take just a moment and celebrate His glorious name and all that it represents to you? Now take a moment and consider the many names that we have for God, like Father, Savior, Redeemer, Provider, and even the name God itself. Praise Him for His many glorious names. Thank Him now for being majestic and ruler of, over all of creation and the ruler over your own heart. David also wrote that the voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. David was writing to remind us of the awe-inspiring power of God. 
praise Him for His glory of strength and power. Rejoice in the reality that God rules over all creation and nothing is beyond His power or His control. Thank Him for being your King. David also wrote that the Lord is enthroned forever. Acknowledge God as the ultimate and final ruler of all creation, that He has the first and the last word. He is the Alpha and the Omega.
Thank Him for being a sovereign King. Pray through Psalm chapter 29, 11. May the Lord give strength to His people. May the Lord bless His people with peace. Say it with me. May the Lord give strength to His people. May the Lord bless His people with peace. Now rejoice in the strength and the peace that He has given you by overcoming sin and the grave to give you eternal life. I also want to remind you that God deserves your all, your worship, and your reference simply because He is God. Take a moment now and acknowledge that, that you're allowed into His presence, the holy, wonderful, amazing God. As we adore the living God and enter into His presence, we become aware of our own frailty and sin. 
We know that we have not lived as we should or even could have done. In confession, we tell God about these things and seek His forgiveness and His restoration. I want to invite you to spend a few moments now asking the Lord to reveal to you the areas of sin in your life. Ask this simple question, God, where have I sinned before you? It has been said that the entirety of Scripture can be summed up in the two commands to love God and to love others. Where have you failed to love God and where have you failed to love others? Be honest before the Lord. How have your words been edifying? In other words, have you dealt graciously and kindly with others? Where you have not, take a moment now and confess and repent. Have your thoughts always been pure? Consider the thoughts of your minds and how they might not honor and reflect the character that God has called you to live out in your life. Mm -hmm. 
Where have you been disrespectful of God's authority in your life? Not allowing Him to have complete control of every aspect of who you are. Many are familiar with the story of King David who sinned by committing adultery and murder. In Psalm 51, you can find David's prayer of repentance. Listen to verses 3 through 4. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you and you only have I sinned. Did you catch that last part? David said, against you, Lord, and you only have I sinned. Acknowledge your sin before God by agreeing with Him that what you have done wrong according to His will. Acknowledging our sin is not enjoyable. However, acknowledging our sin is the key to receiving the joy of God's forgiveness. David also said, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Take a few moments and repeat the essence of David's prayer for yourself. Asking God for his mercy, his removal of your sin, his cleansing of sin in your life as a result of His love for you.
As we move through the model of the Acts prayer, we have offered adoration to the Lord. We've now offered confession to the Lord. A natural response in confessing our sin and receiving the forgiveness which He offers us is thanksgiving. Take a few moments now and express to God a thankful heart for the receiving of His forgiveness and His cleansing. We give thanks by magnifying His name. The psalmist in, in Psalm 92 tells us, It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night. God's Word says that it is good to give thanks to the Lord. Thanksgiving enthrones God on our heart. Psalm chapter 22, verse 3 says, You are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. When we give thanks, our praise to God, we acknowledge His authority and creation in our life. But our thanks also beautifies us. In Psalm chapter 33, verse 1, it says, Shout for joy in the Lord, O you righteous. You see, the righteous praise befits the upright. When we praise God, we are clothing ourselves in His promises and beauty. But thanksgiving also refreshes us. In Psalm chapter 75, verse 9, David declares, I will declare forever. I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. Our praise reminds us that our joy is not determined by our circumstances, but our, by our relationship with our King and His promises to us. And I want you to take a few moments and give thanks to God for the forgiveness that He has given you today. Take a moment and thank Him for salvation, that He has adopted you as His child.
as you have been praying, God has answered your prayers. What prayer request has He answered for you recently? Give thanks to Him for hearing you, for answering you, for His power and faithfulness to you. Continue to give thanks to the Lord by thanking Him for your family. Take a moment and give thanks to God for your Christ-like friendships. Call them by name and see them as a gift from God to you. Thank the Lord for His Word. This will be a great time to open your copy of God's Word and give Him thanks for the many promises we find in the pages of Scripture. If you don't have access to a Bible right now or are driving, reflect on Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 with me. It's a great passage in this Christmas season. Isaiah declared that, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon His shoulders, and His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, 
mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of His government and of peace, there will be no end. Give thanks to God for the wonderful truths and promises of His Word. As we think about giving thanks, many times there are things in our lives that we really don't feel thankful for. However, God has placed or allowed difficult things to grow us closer to Him. Paul reminded us to rejoice in all things. I want to ask you to take a few moments and give thanks for the hope that He has given you. Celebrate the areas where you have seen God growing your Christian character, especially in those difficult times. As we have seen, God is faithful to hear and respond to the request of His people. Let's take a few moments now and have a time of supplication or asking God to do something on our behalf or on behalf of someone else. By name, I want you to pray for those you know who need to be saved. Pray that God will open their eyes to their sin and their hearts to His love for them. I want you to take the time to pray for them by name.
Pray now for your friends and the needs that they have that you're aware of. One of our great privileges is to pray for those who we know the best. Pray for them and their needs now. Pray for those who are sick among us. Pray not only for their physical healing, but pray also for their peace and their spiritual healing where necessary. Pray that God would use you and other believers to minister to them. Think of those now who are suffering physically and pray for them. Ask the Lord to bless our families and those who lead our children and students. The family is under attack today. As a church family, we must stand in the gap for them through ministry, encouragement, and prayer. Christmas season is a glorious and fun season, but I want you to pray that our families will be able to cut through all the commercialism of the season and focus on Christ, the true reason for the season.
The holidays are a glorious and joyous time. But as we think about our families, I want you to pray for some special needs this holiday season. The holidays can also be tough times for many because of the absence and loss of family. Pray for the Lord's comfort and blessing of them. Each Sunday in the month of December, we will focus on the glorious impact of the birth of Christ. We'll have special opportunities through ministries like Merry Christmas Columbus to reach out to our community. Many who might not ever come to a regular worship service will come to one of those special events or special services when invited by friends or family members. I want you to pray that those invitations will happen and that the lost will respond to the truth of Christ. Take a moment and pray for our worship this coming Sunday. My heart each week is that we would magnify the name of Christ by praising His name and sharing His truth. Ask the Lord to bless our worship team as they prepare to lead us.
want to ask you to take a few moments too and pray for me as your pastor. Ask the Lord to bless my time of study and preparation and pray that our time together in worship and the Word would be fruitful in all of our lives, drawing us closer to Christ. Pray for our church leaders and staff. Satan will first attack those who lead. Pray that our leaders will know the Lord's provision and be encouraged to continue to fight the good fight of faith, continually yielded to the Holy Spirit. Now take a moment and consider the ministry in which you are involved in the life of the church. Pray specifically for it and its leaders to be effective agents of the gospel and the Great Commission. One of my favorite psalms is 62.8, which reads, Trust in Him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before Him. God is a refuge for us. What an invitation. 
The God of the universe invites us, invites you and me to come into His presence and pour out our hearts before Him. Let's spend some time now praying on, on our own behalf by pouring our hearts out before Him. Tell the Lord of your physical needs. What about your emotional needs? Pour your heart out before the Lord and rejoice in the truth that He hears you. Are there any relational needs in your life where there's relationships that have been broken and need restoration? Seek the Lord's blessing. Seek His wisdom. Seek His restoration in your relationships. Now would you spend just a few moments asking the Lord to direct and to use you for His glory. However He sees fit, lay your life before Him to be used for His glory. <laughs> 
Now let's conclude our time before the Lord by simply enjoying His presence. Let God guide your thoughts back through our time together today in the Acts model of prayer. He might prompt you concerning the requests you've made today and how He intends to use you to be a part of His answer. Don't rush through this part. Let your mind rest as it is solely focused on God and ready for Him to speak to you. This concludes our Pray 60 Hour of Prayer. Thank you for going on this journey with me. Our prayer is that you have been encouraged to a closer walk with the Lord through the power of prayer. If this time and this ministry has blessed you, we would love to hear from you and for you to share this ministry with someone else. Again, may the Lord bless you and use you for His glory.